today on a very special breakdown. Coolers happen in the main event all the time, but they're not always on TV. And sometimes, just sometimes, very famous poker players are involved. Everybody flips out, and they force us to do an emergency breakdown. And that's what happened with two separate hands. Really, one of the hands is what you guys all wanted. But we're going to do two on this breakdown about main event coolers with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Now would be a good time for you to start talking, Jonathan. Just feel this a little disappointment in that opening. Feel really? Like, feel like you started so well and you just... No, I, think I don't know what good. happened. I think it was good. The I feel people, like the plane ran out of gas and crashed. The people buddy. know it was good. The people... They have ears. They heard it. The people who have ears do not know that it was good. <laughs> I'll wow. say that. You have just been a jerk to me all day, buddy. You and are. I'm done with it. I, this this <laughs> podcast is over. <laughs> you're, you've gotten very sensitive of late. I don't know why. You make a World Series final table, and now you're super sensitive. What the heck? I you know I got a little Phil Hellmuth in me. Yeah, you do. Everything makes me mad, and everybody's attacking me. What's mm-hmm. your name? I don't remember. I met you 55 times. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's the Phil Hellmuth way. Yeah, that's about right. this guy. So, of course, the first hand we're talking about is uh, the Vanessa Selfs Gail Bowman hand, which everybody wants to hear opinions on from everywhere because it's a big deal hand, it's a cool hand, and it's just a super cooler. It's mostly a super cooler, and in fact, some folks on our Twitter feed, upon seeing the deluge of requests and chatter about it on our Twitter feed, uh, I think Eric Valpi was the first one who said, isn't this just a cooler? What's there to even talk about? Right. Which is a fair question, but there are at least one or two things actually I want to talk about and yeah. I think are... Things that are worth thinking about. And this is thematic so far this month on The Breakdown. Main event hands that seem on their surface to be coolers, but there are actual decisions that can be made that avoid the cooler if you really, really, really want to go to the super above the rim level. Right. It's possible. And this is a conceptually very interesting thing to us that we see quite often. And usually we say, yeah, of course you have to call there. And usually that's correct. But at the same time, it's like, Maybe it's right to fold sometimes in these spots, and it's the type of thing that really kind of gets the brainwaves moving, you know? Gets the brainwaves moving, because yeah. they're not moving otherwise. The mine, mine are just like the flatlining brainwaves until yeah. until a cooler happens that's like, maybe you can fold. There's a sine wave. Yeah. I see it. There is. All right. Is. You know Let's... what else gets the brainwaves moving? Uh, Nitrogen Sports Poker? That's correct. Online yeah. poker at Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Use the link in the description when you sign up for Nitrogen for access to exclusive Poker Guys free rolls and sit and goes where we will be playing with you. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun, Grant. Cool. You know what else is fun? Uh, getting your money super fast. Yeah, maybe you win the sit and go and you're like, I want that money. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that money. And so you do. You press <laughs> withdraw. You get the Bitcoin. It goes to your account. At the speed of Bitcoin. It's no other BS. It's right. the speed of Bitcoin. It's like 5 to 25 minutes. It's really fast, and it's unprecedented in the industry. It's true. And, you know, sometimes people have trouble depositing on online poker sites. You're not going to have a problem with that either because you just ship Bitcoin to the wallet on the uh, site, and you're good to go. Well said. Well said. You're the one who sucks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you advertise. You, you make fun of your, your co-podcaster. That's right. So it's Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Use the link in the description to sign up. That gets you access to the free rolls and other cool stuff. Right. So before we start talking about this big Vanessa Selbst hand, mm. let's, let's uh, just give a shout-out to everybody who mentioned it on Great. Twitter in the past couple days. We got yeah. 10. We got Randy Schatz, Jeff Dinocento, Heather Cornwell, Matt Thomas, C.B., FD, those are two different people. Yeah, of course they are. Josh Jackson, definitely the basketball player. MG McCormick, Cole Cameron, George Hammond, and Jeremy Velu. Now, Cole Cameron, someone who uh, tweeted at us because we gave him the shaft, apparently, in the last 
one of the more recent anyway breakdown probably podcasts. the johnny backhand um, yes it was exactly the johnny backhand where he said you know there we go again once again like i've suggested something you do not get credit for it so cole cameron not only are we giving you credit for that hand post Posthumously. <laughs> posthumously. Pos- posthumously. Posthumously is how posthumously. you're supposed to say it. Yeah. I, you know, I read so it. So Cole I Cameron is, is dead, you're saying. Um, someone's dead. Let me just leave Somebody it Somebody has died between the time of Cole Cameron tweeting that and <laughs> us saying this. For sure, many people have died. And so, posthumously. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so Cole, not only are we giving you credit for that one, we're giving you credit for this one. So stay off our damn backs, Cole Cameron. By the way. Does that not sound like a freaking record producer? Cole Cameron? Oh, Cole Cameron's in the house. It's going to, you know, drop some drop some beats for you. It's going to be amazing. He's going to fix that album right up. No, just sounds like a Cole name. Up. No way. You're crazy. Cole Cameron, like inside linebacker for the Jets. Cole Cameron, for sure. How He's an inside linebacker and a record producer? He's got a lot of skills. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, oh, now linebackers can't have any other freaking abilities? That is you know, I was, in, I was in Chicago recently, and Brian Erlacher does have a second career as a hair product spokesperson. His, there's billboards everywhere with Brian Erlacher with hair, and it's like, I went to the right place, and now I have hair. Seriously? Yeah, that's Brian Erlacher's that's life now. weird. He's got hair. It looks weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Two people who do have hair are Vanessa Selps and Gail Bowman. We believe. Yeah. Well, they have hair they, on their heads. We don't know if it's their hair. They had hair at the time of this Oh, right. Hand. There could have been hair shaving. Or hair uh, loss, radiation hair loss? poisoning. Wow, you had to go there. I'm sorry. I know you're still you're still sad about K19, the Widowmaker. I get it. That movie was amazing <laughs> and awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this hand. And as I've mentioned, it is a cooler, but there are things to talk about. Yeah, let's 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 lay it out. All right. So Selps, this is the first level of the main event. So it's you been know, an hour. It's been an hour. Vanessa Selps has high hopes for this event. Obviously, she's of one of the best players in the world. There's a ton of fish. She's like, okay, this is my this is my jam. Let's win this thing. Yep, we're yep. on the feature table here. It's pretty sweet. Selps opens two aces, ace of spades, ace of diamonds. The suits are going to matter. She opens those to four hundred at one fifty big blind. Fine. Gail Bowman calls on the button with two sevens, two red sevens. Noah Schwartz in the big blind. A lot of good players on this table for it's one, day it's one. It's the TV table. Yeah, but yeah. I think Selps alone is enough to make it the TV table. Probably Bowman and Selps together is really going to do it. I believe it. it's Bowman. Anyway, yeah, yes, I think you're right. Noah Schwartz flats the big blind with Jack of Clubs, Eight of Hearts. He doesn't matter. He's the garbage human. Garbage human. Everything's normal so far. Yes. The pot is 1,275 chips. Noah Schwartz is normally the garbage human. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so Selps is the effective stack, and she started with about 50K, I believe. That's the starting yeah. stack of the tournament. Uh, and Bowman's chipped up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Bowman has 7K more than Selps. Selps, I think, has just under 50K. Right. So the flop is all clubs. Ace seven five. Remember, Selps has pocket aces and Bowman has pocket sevens. Yep. So that's a that's a good flop for Vanessa. Uh, yeah. I mean, someone can have a flush, but we've got top set. I mean, we're not playing on folding anytime soon. We're not going to five bet all in, but no, we're yeah. going to call a raise and call the turn and make some decisions on the river if the board doesn't pair. Right. Right. That's what we're going to do. That's exactly what we're going to do. Um. So Noah Schwartz checks. Vanessa bets seven hundred. Seems normal. Yeah. Uh, Bowman calls. Well, Bowman has a set also. I yeah. mean, this is already a crazy cooler flop. Sucks for Bowman. She's actually lucky there's three clubs out there. The thing that would suck for her is if a five comes. Right. Right. Uh, an ace is not great, but an ace is actually gives her a way to get out of it, especially if a big card comes yep. like on the river, like a queen or something. But a five coming, it's she's going to have to lose some chips. Is there an argument for Bowman raising here? 
there's a reasonable argument, but she's on the button. I think it's fine to just call and you know manage the pot. We still have Noah Schwartz in the hand at this point. He can have any two cards, including right. two clubs, very reasonably. Getting uh, Vanessa three, can have it, too. Getting three-bet is a disaster. I mean, we can't fold if yeah. we get three-bet, so we're just going to be forced to play essentially an all-in pot if we raise and get three-bet, right? Right, we're gonna, which is... Well, we have to fold the turn with the set, which seems just crazy. Which is the reason to flat. The reason to raise would be to knock out big clubs for Noah Schwartz. Agreed. If he has or, just, like, the king of clubs in his hand. Or even Vanessa. We could yeah. charge her big clubs, too. Yeah. But Vanessa will charge herself, or we're in position, and so if Vanessa checks, we can always bet on the turn. Yeah. Um, I think I think we're supposed to call when we're this deep in this soft a tournament. You know, if yeah. it's like much later in the tournament, we might get it all in right on the flop. But yeah. it's level one. We've got, you know, 300 and something blinds. It'd be insane to go crazy here. Yeah, I think calling is fine. Yeah. Schwartz folds, even though he has the jack of clubs. That seems like the right decision. What a ninny. <laughs> That's what I would say. Yeah. Is that word acceptable? I don't know. I think it is, but I don't know anymore. It's hard to know with some words. Is a ninny something like um, a kind of creature from uh, like Norse mythology or something like that? I don't know. Because then it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, if there's like a gender element attached to it, then I know we're going to catch a little hell and fair enough. But I meant it more from the Norse little creature. Yeah, of course. Of <laughs> Only if it's Norse, though. If there's any other mythology, then it's not okay. Oh, no, no. I, you guys can have the field. I'll you're, just take the Norse mythology. To, you're, you're not allowed to appropriate Egyptian culture. <laughs> not anymore. No. Norse, though, is fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so the pot is 2,675 now. The turn... Here we go. Is oh boy, is it a turn card? Oh, boy. What could what could it even be? A five. It's got to be the five. They nope. both get full house. Afraid not. Well, then what? Seven of spades. So what does that even mean? <laughs> So it's ace seven seven five three clubs. Selbst has pocket aces for, for aces full house, and Miss Bauman has quad sevens. Okay, so we've got huge crazy hands. We basically have the nuts against the second nuts right now. Yes. Okay, so that's already insane. Yeah. This is very bad for Vanessa. That's a, that's a good analysis. <laughs> that's why the people come to the she's, podcast. She's got one out, by the way. So she she's does not have, drawing dead. Yeah, that's something. That's nice. Okay. It's nice in that moment for her to know that she has one out. Yeah. All right. So now it's Vanessa's action. And what do you want to do here? You have the board crushed as Vanessa. It's very hard for Bauman to have anything but a flush. Um, she could have had – she could have 7-5 suited, but I guess we're going to get a lot of chips no matter what. Yeah. She's got a hand that strong. So I don't have to worry too much about that. Um, the times when – I think if Bauman has, like, the nut flush or anything close to it, she's going to bet the turn. But almost, like, even medium flushes, she might just check back with the board paired. Yeah. It's hard to get a lot of value out of a medium flush, right? Because, like, let's say we check and she bets, are we going to raise? She might just fold the medium flush, honestly. like it's, it's possible. She might not, but she just might. It's like – or she might just check it back to pot control So because Vanessa especially is going to check raise with a whole host of hands and may put us in all these weird <clears throat> spots, right? Yeah. So I think – so, yeah, I don't know, man. What, well, what, Vanessa decides to check. I think it's a really weird decision. I have some theories on this. Go. I think part of it is she expects Bauman, Bowman to show up with the king of clubs some of the time. King, yeah. queen, or king, jack of clubs. Sometimes king, ten of clubs. Sure. And she believes on this board pairing turn, Bowman would fold that if Selps continued betting. And she wants to give Bowman a chance to bet as a float or to catch up on the river. Bowman can also have the other ace, the case ace, in her hand pretty reasonably. Yeah. Even though there's only one. And she might fold the case ace. If we bet. But if we check, she actually may bet it to charge our clubs. Because we can now have the king of clubs yeah. a lot or something like that. Right? Yeah, so there are a couple advantages to checking. She Okay, there are. The other big advantage to checking is I assume we're going to check raise if we check, right? I mean, with the hand this strong. Yeah, Seems crazy we, we don't want to wanna just dunk the river because we have to bet the river, right? right? Yeah, of course. Um, we want to build the pot up, too, in case she actually has a hand. Uh, 
the other thing is that, like, as Vanessa Selps, we check raise a fair amount. Yes, we right? do. We on scary in scary spots, so we really have it sometimes. We have to also really have it sometimes. Right. Vanessa is known for her crazy aggression and like kind of blowing up sometimes. So it's nice to have that image. So maybe if you're Vanessa Selps specifically, who everybody at the table knows who you are and knows how you play, it might be a good idea to check raise versus if you're Darvin Moon, right? Where right. people are just gonna be like, Oh, I fold. Yeah. Yeah. Also, as Vanessa, she might just be giving up when she checks here and Bowman Bowman? Bowman. Bowman might be uh might be betting a lot of weaker hands just to try and win and deny equity right now. You know, she has like two nines. Right. She may just be like, I bet so we can end the hand because there's a million bad cards. Yeah, like Vanessa maybe could show up with king, queen of diamonds here and be giving up. Yeah, but you don't want to give a free card. And also a free club makes it tough and Vanessa's going to make your life tough. You just bet and hope it ends. And that's going to happen a lot. Like Vanessa's going to check fold a lot. All right. So I think this check is a lot about Vanessa's image and Vanessa being aware of her image. Right. I agree. Okay, so she does. Ends up being this, – this check may ultimately cost her a lot, though, Yeah, right? it really might. Um, and Bowman bets. And I yeah. think that's probably good because you're not really blocking anything even though you have quads. We're not blocking much, um, which is good. The problem is a fair amount of the time, Vanessa's just going to fold. Yes, but, I mean, this is an opportunity. Yes. This is a freaking opportunity. We have to build the pot here. We don't block the ace. There's an ace out there. I believe Vanessa would check ace-queen with the queen of clubs a lot of the time, right? Um, I think she would check it a fair amount of the time. Yeah, here. or even with, without the club. She, she, yeah. would, she would check her, her one pair aces a lot of the time on this card because Bowman herself could have 7-8 suited, hands like that. Like she, Vanessa's not checking those hands to fold, no. right? So she's going to call a lot. She also, as we know, has a lot of check-race bluffs in her. And maybe we, should, we, maybe we should give her a chance to do some of those. I mean, it's know? a scary proposition to, to bet out with quads now as Bowman because, like, God, please don't fold. Please don't fold where I have position and maybe Vanessa bets the river. Yeah. But we want it all, right? We want an opportunity to get it all. And this, this is how we do it. This is the thing. Like, I mean, Vanessa has how many chips still behind? She has, like, 46,000 chips. Yeah, like, chips so left. many. Like, if Vanessa bets the river and we raise, we, we check the turn. Vanessa bets the river. She bets, like, 1,200. We raise. She folds most of the time, and that's it. Like, cool, we got 1,200 more chips. If we bet now and Vanessa makes a play at us or has a big hand, or has a hand she can't fold, we could win a significant chunk of those 46,000 chips that are left. That's worth way, like, worth way, way more than getting to 1,200, especially here in level one of the World Series. Well, 1,200 doesn't really get you much. Right. I mean, what if we check back? Let's say Vanessa has king, queen of clubs. She has enough sure. flush. And, she, and Vanessa bets 1,500 on the river, and we make it 5K. Yeah. She might fold the king, queen of clubs. She might, she might call the king, queen of clubs. But either way, like, we're just not giving ourselves a great opportunity. She, she really might fold. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say she just has the king of clubs here. King of clubs, queen of hearts. And she's just like, check. Yeah, she's and probably, she's going to call one bet, she, but fold on the river yeah. if she doesn't improve, right? I yeah. mean, I think she'd be more apt to actually continue betting if she had that, exactly that hand. But maybe not. Maybe once Gail calls, once she, she feels like, what does Gail have if I have the king of clubs in my hand, right? Gail has a made hand a lot, yeah. right? So maybe not. Maybe, maybe she checks and hopes Gail checks it back. So Bauman, Bauman does the thing that I think is a cool thing to do in bets. Yeah, I think I think you're supposed to bet the nuts here. And she bets relatively big for a tournament, seventeen hundred and twenty six seventy five. It so. often can't be that bad to bet the nuts, especially when you're not blocking good hands. Especially when you're against Vanessa Selbst. That too. All she that does, put together. She doesn't need a hand to continue in this pot against you. Correct. Yeah. She could actually call and then check raise the river without yeah. a hand. I mean, she can do all sorts of wacky things. Yeah, this is the type of board that a lot of blockers could be involved in Vanessa's hand, where she's like, "This is a perfect hand to make a play with." Yeah. Yeah. So now it's on Vanessa. And she's so happy that Bowman bet. She's like, this was the plan. Okay, now I got to play on that crazy image, right? I got to 
I got a rep crazy person, but really have it this time. I mean, the only problem with this plan is if the reason why Vanessa does this without having hand is people fold a lot here. You yeah. Know? And like we finally have it and we may just. But it's a perfect opponent to do it against, too. Yeah, it's not the good. person who's going to fold a lot if they actually have something that they can pick Vanessa off with. Right. It's not someone who's like never been in the World Series before, isn't afraid no, or Gail, something like it's that. It's Gail Bowman. She's one of the best players in the world. Well, well I don't know if that's true. She's a very good player. Well, let's just keep it let's together. Let's just say she's a very good player. She's a good player. She's accomplished a lot. She's won a lot of money. She's not going to be afraid in this spot. Uh, so, yeah, she's a better person to be check raised. This is a nice target for Vanessa. Yeah, this it spot. absolutely is. So that's what Vanessa does. She yeah. check raises to 5,800 over the 1,700 bet. And how freaking happy is Gail Bowman oh. at, that, at that moment in time? How happy is Gail like, Bowman? This is, this is why we bet. We bet because once in a while this is going to happen. We are in position. So we can make sure a bet goes in on the river if Vanessa gives up. I mean, it's so good on so many levels. Right. You know what I mean? Like if Vanessa has like a showdownable hand that isn't that great or there's a scary card, we can still make sure at least a bet goes in. She may not call, but she likes to hero. This is great. And if Vanessa bets the river, we can move her in now based on stack sizes. This is awesome as Gail. It is awesome. And I think there's only one decision here, and that's to call. Because if Vanessa decided to play the nut flush or ace king with the king of clubs like like this, I think she would fold to a three bet. I agree. So I think calling is the only option I think it's a pretty clear flat. Um, Also, now because of this check raise, like I was just saying, the stacks are shallow enough that we can get in on the river anyway. We're in position. This is perfect. It's a perfect setup for Gail. It is. It's amazing. And if Vanessa's bluffing... She is the type of person who will absolutely bluff the river now that she's taking a shot here on the turn, right? Yeah. That's also amazing. Because, because Gail could show up with the king of clubs in her hand. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or be holding on with something. Right. You know, like, if you have ace-queen with the queen of clubs right now as Gail, I'm not sure what you're supposed to do. Maybe you're yeah. supposed to check back the turn so I you think, don't put yourself in this yeah. spot. But let's say you but bet. You decided to bet, and you're like, oh, crap. I think I can't fold yet. It's you Vanessa. Know? Can I really just yeah. fold to Vanessa check-raising when I've got one of the better hands I'm going to show up with? Yeah. It seems hard to fold. Right. But I could be drawing dead. You know, it's, so she may just feel, like, obligated to call there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, she has quads. Yeah. So she's going to go ahead and call. Yeah. It's a good, good call. I like this call. All right. So the pot... I mean, <laughs> nobody has to go broke here, but with these hands, it's a little different. But I mean, the pot's fourteen thousand two hundred seventy-five, and Vanessa has like thirty-six left. Right? Yeah, it's I hard. Mean, it's really hard not to go broke. How is Vanessa not going to go broke? Especially well, once, let's talk about especially it. once we talk about the sizing on the river here. The river's the four of diamonds. Obviously, changes nothing. Vanessa still second nuts, not in a spot where it's like the second nut flush. In a spot where the second nuts is a rare hand to have. Yeah, you know, that's right. and uh, and Bowman, of course, Bowman has the super nuts. Vanessa bets big on the river. She bets more than the pot. 16,200 into 14,275. I mean, I don't think there was a way this was going to work out for Vanessa anyway. Vanessa anyway. Like, let's say Vanessa, instead of betting 16K, she bet 6,000. She bet small, right? She could. It's 14K pot. I guess right. Bowman might not move in then. But Vanessa might be forced to three bet shove. I mean, if Bowman raises some normal amount, I think Vanessa's just going to be like, I'm all in. Isn't she? Probably. Because I think. What ultimately gives Vanessa pause when Bowman moves in, which she does, is really no of course other move, she does, is that Vanessa bets so big on the river. Right. That's really what gives Vanessa pause because Vanessa does not snap call, by the way. No, she starts laughing and she's like, "Is is this real? Can this yeah. really be happening?" Yeah. She and starts... so a very interesting thing ha- thing happens where she checks her suits. Yeah. And she has Ace of Diamonds, Ace of Spades. Why would she do that, Jonathan? Well, I remember watching this. Uh, in real time and thinking Vanessa's going to see if she see what possible suited sevens Gail can have here. Suited ace sevens, suited specifically. Ace sevens. Yeah. Because um, there's only one ace left, but can that can that one be alive, basically? Right. Does that exist? Because that means that's a combo she can beat, and there's obviously only one combo of quads. Because, sevens. to be clear, 
Gail never has A7 offsuit here. She right. would never just flat the button with A7 offsuit. She's right. not what's-his-name from the other thing. That other guy, yeah. right, whatever it was. And this is actually something that's really – also, it's sort of unlucky for Vanessa that it's Gail. Because if it's anyone else – I mean, it's not unlucky. Vanessa's going to go broke no matter who it is. Yeah. But, like, against some other people, they could have A7 offsuit. Right. And so now there's more combos of it, and it's an easy play. Gail's only going to have one combo of A7 here. Right. Because the hearts are live, because the seven of clubs, the ace of clubs are out, and then Vanessa sees which which suits she has. Right. That means there's one combo of a seven. It's a seven of hearts. And Vanessa actually said that she could fold if she had two red aces. She said that later. Yeah. We don't know if it's true. It's one thing to say it after you know everything, but um, but it's at least possible because certainly Vanessa does not instantly call. She doesn't love her spot, and she's just she talks out loud and says, "I mean, you can have a seven of hearts. You you definitely yeah. can." And so I guess I have to call. Right, because the seven of spades is out there also right. make for the second seven, meaning that that's the only – like so if, if Vanessa had ace of hearts, ace of diamonds, that means there's no suited ace sevens. Right. And so Vanessa's whole thing is, okay, so Bowman, Bowman has one combo of quads, obviously. There's only ever one combo. Right. Well, unless it's three on the board, but whatever. Um, that's not the case. That's not the case. And one combo of ace seven suited, and I'm getting the right price against that by far. So the question becomes – is this a fair guess of Bowman's range? Right? right. Does Bowman's range include other full houses? Does it include no full houses? These are the questions. Yeah. These are the questions we have to at least take two minutes and explore because I think Vanessa, in real time, this is a very reasonable way to think about it. And you probably have to call because you think it's at least very possible Bowman's going to move in with a seven of hearts, right? Yeah. And so then one to one, you know, they, there's one hand on either side at a minimum. On you know on the other side of full houses, forgetting about quads for a second. Maybe she moves in with other stuff too, but forget about those for a second. The I'm getting way better than that as a price I have to call right, and that's that's not crazy if you think Bowman. But does Bowman actually move in with a seven of hearts? And then as you said, does Bowman move in with seven five or five five? Let's ask first the first question: Does she actually move in with a seven of hearts or just call? Which sounds like a crazy question, but yeah. let's let's explore this for a let's second. Let's explore it because. The hands Vanessa plays this way, where she check raises the turn and then overbets the pot on the river in the first... Let's remember the context. This is the first level of the main event. None yeah. of the elite players want to go broke against each other in the first level of the main event, right? They're not trying to play huge pots with marginal hands, right? So yeah. if Vanessa somehow shows up with a nut flush here, she's folding to a shove. Oh, 100%. But let's pretend Vanessa doesn't have the nut flush. Let's pretend she has a full house, too. Five's full? That's the only other one that makes sense, right? Yeah. It's the only other possible one, really, yeah. I guess. Um, I think she's folding. Um, it's a much tougher call now. I mean, the thing is, Bowman still doesn't have uh, aces almost ever. Maybe once in a while she can have But does she aces. have the nut flush? But she also has more combos of a7 suited than she would have had before. True, which is bad for fives full. Yes, it is. But it's not. It's not and also, that means there's at least one combo of 7-5. Oh, there might be a combo of 7-5. We'd have to look. Which is say. also bad for fives full. Yeah, of course. Of course. So, so you, want, a few so more you want her to have us. the nut flush? I guess. Gail? We want Gail if, to... if we have fives full and we're Vanessa, we want Gail to have the nut flush in order right. to call. And yeah. Gail never plays nut flush like this, right? I think once we've check-raised the turn and we bet big on the river, she's never going to raise the she nut flush She might consider years. folding the nut flush when we bet 16K on the river. She has to at least consider it. She's never sure. moving in her chips. Agreed. Ever. Never, ever, ever. And you know what? I think if she's not moving in with the nut flush, she's probably not moving with fives full either. Right. Okay, so we can eliminate that hand. Seven five. It's a little bit better. We can now. It's possible Vanessa would play pocket fives like this up to the river, but right. she's not calling. It's really hard to call here. What is because what is Gail moving in yeah. with? We know Gail's not moving in with the nut flush. Right. So 
Gail's making a, a really audacious bluff when she doesn't have to at all and has a lot of chips left. That seems crazy. Gail will have 43,000 if she just folds on the river. Yeah. I don't think she's going to put all but 7K of that at risk right now for no reason except maybe Vanessa doesn't have it. Vanessa probably doesn't make that many plays in level one against people, you know? This is why the question is a seven of hearts. Right. This is why ultimately the question is that because we, I think Gail's never moving in with a worse hand than a seven of hearts. I think the real question is, is she moving in with the a seven of hearts? Yeah, that's, that's the, the real question. The, like, actual is question. she just calling with that? Let's 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 talk about it. Okay. So Vanessa check raises the turn. Vanessa can be wide here. Yes. But when she has value, she can actually still have value that we're beating for sure with the a seven of hearts. For of sure. Course. Right. There's also only one combo of aces. Yeah. And that's it. So we have the second nuts with the a seven of hearts. Right. And she has like down to from our point of she view. She has down to king nine of clubs for nut flushes probably. Yeah. So she might play it that way. But since we know she's going to fold all her flushes if we move in, we're never going to move in against a flush. We're never going to target a flush to call us. For sure. Okay. The if we move in with the a seven of hearts, we're targeting seven five and five five. That's really it. Yeah. Because Vanessa's not going to call it off. So on that's a four total here. combos. Right. Uh, we don't know if she's actually going to call with those because, as we said, if we think Vanessa's going to fold the nut flush, well, she might just fold pocket fives. It's one pip better. It's kind of the same problem. It's possible that I, seven five is not there at all, depending on the suits. By the way, right, yeah. right. We'd have to look at that. Yeah. Um, but it's possible it is, right? Yeah. I assume like seven five of hearts is available. Either way, it's A7 zero. It's either zero or one combo. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a very small chance no, that seven five of hearts is not available because Gail has a seven of hearts in this scenario. Oh yeah. So there's zero seven fives. Okay. Um. Wow. So well, there's only... Zero, well, there's only two seven showing. So there's right, the but other it's seven two. of spades. So there's one other seven. There's and one the seven other... of clubs. Yeah. So she could have the seven five of diamonds. Seven five of diamonds. So one combo yeah. seven five. Um. Wow, that's kind of intense. Now, do we think it's? I don't think so. But let's just talk about it for a quarter of a second. Is it possible Gail ever has? She's on the button. Vanessa open. Might she just be calling? They're super deep. They're over 300 blinds deep. She might be calling with a lot of hands here. I don't think she's calling with ace-7 off because it's so it, no, it's such a problem hand. Never. But a hand like 7-5 off is not completely impossible. Yeah, it is. I don't think it's completely impossible. Gail is not calling 7-5 off. Why I'm not? I'm putting my foot down on that. Why? Good players don't do that against Vanessa Selps for no reason. When you're on the button with 300 blinds deep? Yeah. I've seen Phil Galfon call a raise just like that cash with game. King-8. Cash game. Yeah. For They're sure. 300 blinds deep. It's like a cash game, It's man. not. It's actually better. Who's ever 300 blinds deep in a cash game? I mean, it's, people are. It's not, it's not like a cash game. I think we would at least have to think about it for a second that she might once in a while show up with a hand like that. It's super It costs 400 chips. Like, you have 50,000 chips. Like, it's not a lot of anything, right? I don't know what you're talking about exactly, though. I'm really... What do you mean? Because we're trying to determine whether or not Gail moves in with a seven of hearts, right? Right. Yeah. So what am I talking about is your point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know how we got to this. We got into that 7-5 thing, so yeah. I started thinking about what 7-5s she could have, and is it possible? You're right. And we were talking about Vanessa having 7-5, by the way, not Gail. You're right. Yeah. And Vanessa does not have 7-5 off, I don't think, kind no. of ever, ever, ever. No. Okay. Cool. Okay. So Vanessa can have one combo of 7-5 suited. This yeah. is back where we were. One combo of aces. Three combos of fives. Three combos of fives. But she's folding the three combos of fives, almost certainly. We think she's going to fold. So now, if, that, if that's all true... If we're really sure she's going to fold pocket fives here on the river, then we probably can't move in profitably with a seven suited, right? Because it's 50-50. Yep. Like, we should just call. Because yep. every time she's got aces, we assume she's going to call us. And we don't even know if she's going to call it off with seven five. Yeah. So we really shouldn't move in. Yeah. So it's a bad move in. Is this what we're coming to? It with seems A7. like it. 
against Vanessa specifically, somebody who really knows her stuff and has played her hand this way, she does have value that we're beating, but not value that we'll call off that we're beating. Right. It's it's so crazy because we have the second nuts with a seven. Yeah. Of hearts and yeah. to, to be like, I can't move in because I just it's 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 questionable if I can get called by worse. It's just questionable. At the very least. Well, maybe we should put it this way. We should break it up like a Bitcoin. All right. Like she has like one third of a seven of hearts, maybe. Okay. She doesn't have it. She she might move in with it one third of the time. Okay. You know, because I could see yourself sitting there and being like, am I really just going to play this week? Yeah. I'm just going to be this week and just call with the second nuts against Vanessa freaking Selps, who not only doesn't have to have it, but I know that doesn't help me if she doesn't have it, but loves to hero, loves to make these crazy heroes. And I understand in this, this spot, spot, she's not going to do that. No. But I'm saying like. In the moment when you're in sitting the moment, there as Gail, yeah. you might think, like, I'm just going to move in here. Come on. All right. So I think this is what the conclusion that I'm coming to is. If we live in a like a pre-modern economics world where we assume everybody's a rational actor at all times, yes. Vanessa's supposed to fold. Right. I agree. But we live in a post-modern economics world where we understand there's variance in the market and people make rash, bad decisions. And the moment and the context affect things, which means we have to give Gail... Some a seven of hearts, right. not the entire combo, but some of it. If you give her almost any of it, we're supposed to call based yeah. on the price. Right. Now, here's the one other thing, and then we should probably move on to our second hand. Okay. Um, this is uh, I got into a long discussion, tw- uh, text discussion with a poker playing friend of mine yesterday about this, which is, oh my god, it's it's not high variance to call off here. It's just like if we have, we have aces here, right? Yeah. So it's not fair to call it high variance, but we can fold and still have, how many chips do we have left? 20 K. Yeah. So we still have 125 blinds. It's 75, 150. Oh, it is. So we still have a lot of yeah. chips. Of course, we also have about as good a hand as we can ever have. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, it's, it would be absurd to fold, but I, this is the whole point of this yeah. podcast and the context that we're talking about here, which happened with Johnny Bax, happens right. with this, and the next hand we're going to talk about. Yeah. We have the very top of our range, or very, very close to it. Like It's impossible to have this good of a hand almost. Well, and, I mean, if we had quad sevens, we're at the very top of our range, but yeah. guess what? We're never folding that. It's no problem. Right. You know what I mean? Obviously, we're never like... So there's no decision to be made there. This is, right. the, this is the top of our range of any thought at all should go into anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Top of the but at the same nuts. time, like if we really think about the ace seven of hearts the way we just kind of yeah. wrapped it all together and assume that Gail is thinking this way and would just call, like, maybe you can fold. I mean, it's one of those things where you just hate to be wrong because oh Oh, it's the worst to How be do you wrong. Ever, and you, dude, it's on TV. So it isn't yeah. like you're not gonna see it and it isn't like people aren't gonna talk about it to you for the rest of your life. Right. It, it would it's kind of like there's no there's no risk in calling aces full there. Nobody's gonna be like, how could you call there? And right? it's and it's not unreasonable no matter what. Like right. even after all this talk, even if you think of all this stuff, you might just be like, you know what? I just have aces full. I'm not folding. Yeah, and that's fine. I think that's totally reasonable. Yeah, because sometimes you might miss a piece in the moment, and you don't want to just like let that missing piece make you make this really bad decision because you went down this rabbit hole of thought that right. was ultimately incorrect. Right? Is there? I mean, and maybe once every very very few times. I mean, really very few. Gail is bluffing and has some weird, crazy bluff. that Because it, cause it, how could it be a bluff? She's got the king of clubs and is like, you know what? What are you going to do, Vanessa? You he, have to have one of two combos to call yeah, me. So you've got to have quad sevens or pocket aces. And, ma- and and I know you shouldn't even call it pocket aces. Yeah. So get out of my pot. Yeah. You know, like you almost never have quad sevens. Would you, oh, you really check raise quad sevens on the turn? I don't think so. But Gail Bauman is never doing that on day one of the main event. Right. No one's, so no one's losing fish. their mind. There's no, so many fish in the pool. It's insane to try and out think Vanessa Selbst when when you're this deep when there's no reason to. Yeah. It's just a bad idea. Right. 
So, so contextually, there's never a bluff. I think there probably is never a bluff, but if there ever, ever, ever is one, that also is just another reason we probably have to call. Yeah. Man. I, I mean, like, I, we, can, we can come to the logical conclusion of folding here, but obviously we can't falter for calling. It's, it's just impre- oh it's impressive that she considered folding. It's I mean, impressive that she didn't snap call. What percentage I, of players in the world snap call? 90? 95? I mean, when you say players, do you mean all players or do you mean pros? Okay, what percentage of pros snap call? 83% or something like yeah, that. But- I feel like I wouldn't snap call. I feel like I would take a li- I would probably call quicker than she did. Yeah. But I think I would not snap call because I would think, okay, I want to call right away, but I know I should at least look because I don't have the nuts and I need to at least think about it for right. a second. But I think what I quickly come to is it doesn't matter that I don't have the nuts. I've got aces full in this spot where like I have the second nuts and this is one of those just cooler spots, whatever, I lose. So, yeah, that's what I would call pretty quickly. I think I would, too. I mean, we say all these things, and we come to this conclusion that it is maybe okay to fold because it, because of the whole A7 of Hearts discussion. It's maybe actually okay to fold, but that doesn't mean I would do it. No. I prob- I'm probably calling. Like, I'm very, very like, – no, I'm 100% calling. I mean, the thing is this. It's so hard to make a hand this big and have someone shove on you. It's so hard. That you just sort of like say, well, if they got me, they got me because this is how you get chips in tournaments, right? You don't get chips in tournaments by folding the second nuts very often. Yeah. Maybe once in a while there's a right place to do it. But mostly if you make a practice of folding the second nuts when someone shoves on you, you're going to, you know, you're going to go broke. You're not going to win a lot of money. Right. Like the way you make money in tournaments is don't fold when you have a good hand for the most part. Yeah. Obviously not 100%, but for the most part. Well, can't blame her, but it is a spot where you could actually find a fold. It's cool. Crazy. All right. Here's, All right, a, here's Eric, another one. Eric Valpy, did you find that useful? <laughs> Eric Valpy. Grant is really upset about I'm not that. actually upset. I like Eric Valpy. He's a nice guy. Grant's, there are tears streaming down his Good face listener. right now as he's talking. <laughs> I just want everyone to know. Yeah, out of love for Eric Valpy. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about another hand that happened that was a similar kind of cooler spot on day 1C of the main event. Okay? All right. So this is the poker news write-up. So we don't have stacks and stuff like that, but I can give you general stack sizes, and it's going to be good enough. Okay, right. it better be. So the effective stack is going to be 48,000, and we don't know what the blind level is. Oh, here we go. We do. It's 153. It's level three. Okay. All right. Eric Baldwin opens from under the gun. Eric Baldwin is a pro. He's been around for a while. Yep. He's got pocket deuces. I'll just tell you that. That's a pretty wide opening range under the gun, but, you know. I agree. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of it, but whatever. He's a pro. They're super deep. It's yeah. fine. Uh, he gets three callers, including this guy named Lawrence in the big blind. All Lawrence right. Grondon. The flop is 10 of diamonds, deuce of spades, king of diamonds. Okay. So we flopped a set that's very good. Right. We're doing a bit of a, from Eric Baldwin's perspective, breakdown yes, here. Yes, we huh? are. That's okay. what I've decided. Okay. You already know what happens, right. but whatever. Um, Grandin, the big blind, leads out. What's the flop again? K- king of diamonds, 10 of diamonds, deuce of spades. We've got two deuces. We're so happy. Yep. It's a really good flop for us. And this guy leads. So happy. So we could do a lot of things with this. We could decide to raise. We could decide to call. Eric yeah. decides to call. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, the turn is the queen of diamonds, which is not a card we really wanted to see. That was a very bad on. card. Now all of the gut shots got there that were semi-bluffing. Some of the gut shots. The anyway. diamonds got there. The diamonds is the real problem. Uh, Grandin bets again, so we don't love uh, it. I don't like life as much anymore. Yeah. Baldwin's going to call, of course, and hope the board pairs. Yeah. The board does pair. The river's the two of clubs, giving Baldwin quads. 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 Grandin bets one last time. We do not have the numbers, but it's going to be okay. You'll see. Baldwin with his quads raises. I think it's okay to raise here. Yeah, I think so, too. I think we can very comfortably say. What was say. the river? The deuce of clubs. Cool. What was the turn? Queen of diamonds. Queen of diamonds. So yes. it's king, king, queen, ten, all diamonds. Deuce, deuce. deuce. Two black deuces. Yeah. Yep. So Grandin bets one more time. 
Baldwin raises and Grandin moves in. How much more? Um, we don't know. Okay. But let's assume it's for a lot because Baldwin does not immediately call. Right. So Why doesn't he immediately call? Explain. He's well, got quads. Let's talk it through for a second, okay. shall we? Grandin might be – we have to assume that Grandin is not a total fool or Baldwin does not view him as a total fool. Right. Because he obviously doesn't think Grandin is just going to move in with the nut flush here. No. Because if Grandin had any chance of moving with the nut flush, we have to call instantly. Of right? course. But the board's paired we just raised. We're supposed to be able to beat the nut flush. The Nutflush should never re-raise. It should only call. Yeah. Right? Okay. So that's it. That's number one. Number two, Grandin almost never has two kings. Nope. Because he probably would have re-raised pre-flop most of the time. Most of the time. There's like multiple callers already, right? And he's out of position with two there kings. Were, he's there were four players saw the flop and he was in the big blind. I think we can discount two kings. Most of the time we can discount it. But even if we don't want to discount it for that reason, we can also discount it because the turn card is very bad for sets. Yeah. As we know, as Eric Baldwin, Baldwin right? could easily have diamonds in his range. Of course. He, yeah. yeah. I mean, so like, so like king, of, king, king, and 10-10 are less likely because they decided to bet the turn. Now, it's possible they would bet the turn anyway. But sometimes those hands are going to check when the, the terrifying queen of diamonds comes. That's like the worst card yeah. ever. 10-10 is more likely than king-king because yes. of preflop. No doubt. I think 10-10 is the hand that makes the most sense here. Yeah. Except for the fact that the guy bets the turn. Yeah. It which feels like a, a little time strange. to slow down with 10-10 there. Now, it may not be, though. And again, so Baldwin thinks about it. So the fact that he thinks about it for a fair amount of time, and they don't say how long. But um, they say in the end, Baldwin felt he could not fold, and he called, right? So in the end, it makes it sound like he thought for a minute or two at least, yeah. you know, not like for 10 seconds. Right. We don't really know. But that would mean, that, again, thinking like, well, Grandin is not just an idiot. Yeah. Because right? if he thought Grandin was an idiot, he would have called. Oh, yeah, because then, then he's, that guy's going nuts with a nut flush. He's playing. Honestly, he shouldn't play 10s full like this anyway. He I should agree. just call the river with 10s full. A hundred percent, because guess who can have the royal? Yeah. Our boy. And also, guess who can have kings full? Our boy, for yeah. sure. Our boy absolutely can have kings full. Yeah. So, so but Grandin, Grandin moved in. And so now if you think about this hand, the two hands that make the most sense that Grandin can have that would play, re, they'll play this way in a reasonable manner. Are both hands are beating us? Queen nine of diamonds and or queen jack J- jack nine of diamonds. Jack nine of diamonds and ace jack of diamonds. Those hands are beating us, and they are the two hands that really might play it just like this. They may just decide to bet with huge equity and be willing to go with it, or re-raise or call right. or whatever. Play a big pot, it's fine. They get there on the turn, of course they bet. There's no fear, and on the river there's still no fear. Yeah, there's never any fear. They're like, that's the one. Those are the two hands. So Baldwin ultimately does call. Grandin does have the royal flush. He's got the ace of diamonds, jack of diamonds. Okay, so a reason that Baldwin might be able to call here, and I'm not saying folding is like a normal thing to do. Oh, my God. But part of it is we might assume a check on the turn a lot of the time when this guy makes a straight or royal flush because that's, it's a it's a scare card for a lot of Baldwin's range. That's true. That's but, true. Like we said, Baldwin didn't like it on the turn when it happened, right? When a diamond came, he's like, oh, now I'm losing all the flushes, which this guy would probably play this way. Especially, honestly, as Grandin when you've got the royal. So Baldwin can't have the ace of diamonds in this No, game. he can't. You're the just best hoping, diamond is the hoping, nine of diamonds. You just have to hope Baldwin has two pair or a set or else yeah. he's folding. And he I, might even fold two pair. I think he might fold two pair, but yeah. a set he's not going to fold. Right. But there aren't that many sets for – I mean, Baldwin can have queens exactly. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. right? But what else is Baldwin really supposed to have? He could have slow played a set on the flop, but often he's going to raise that right away too, right? But he, he did slow play a set on the did, flop. He yeah. did, but that doesn't mean he is often going to do that. Right, so I think that might be the factor that if Baldwin had a fold in him here, that took that away. That Grandin decided to bet the turn. Yeah. 
because you would think a lot of players are going to check the turn when they make a royal. Well, then then you're just screwed either way because if he because if he checks the turn, then we're going to say well he can have tens full yeah. so easily. Of course, like yeah, course of I course call. he's screwed either way. Yeah, yeah, right. He's screwed either way. So he calls. I think he's supposed to call, but it's another one of these spots where if you really think about it and you believe your opponent is competent and plays plays pretty well, which I guess he at least thought it was possible because he did not insta call with quads. Right. Um, you really can't beat value. No, you can't. It's crazy. It's interesting. We've we've done three main event hands in the past week or so. Yeah. Um, at least in our time, our chronology, and they've all been these coolers that are like, well, actually, you could find a fold if you reason it out this way. You but know? Like, but ultimately, I call with all th- in all three of these. Spots, oh, me I too. Tell you. Me too. But it, I like to theorize about it. No, it's me fun. too. No, absolutely. You you say you do call now in the Johnny Back spot because I thought you were saying you weren't sure about that. Oh, I think I do call, but I think I definitely think folding is not a bad play oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i feel like vanessa's spot and this spot are kind of i think i call pretty quickly with an eric baldwin spot actually like yeah yeah yeah. if you got it you got it like i can think of maybe i don't know i can't assume that level of competence also you. yeah in baldwin's spot if this guy like you've seen him play a couple hands and he seems competent it doesn't necessarily mean that he is i mean like, baldwin may know him if he knows him that helps but if he doesn't that makes it like okay i have to call now yeah. I, like maybe i've seen him play a couple hands that look like he knows what he's doing but that doesn't mean anything in the long run until i really have some more evidence i can't fold these river raises are just so strong you yeah know? they're just so strong they are. Especially in the main event, where yeah. like, people do not want to go bust. People, like, I feel like the majority of poker players who play the main event consider their main event life their most important poker life of the year every year, even if they play bigger tournaments. I think that's mostly true. Yeah. And maybe not for the guys who play, like, million-dollar buy well, super high roller bowl Yeah, or 300K yeah. stuff. Like, Produce Badiga, if he busts the main event, may not feel as bad as when he busts right. the super but high roller Right, but maybe if bowl. there's guys who play 25Ks also care a little bit more about their main event life. It's, yeah. like, kind of a big deal. I think so. Well, also, winning the main event is a different thing than winning anything else. Like, yeah. Nobody really remembers who won anything else, and people remember who won the main event. You're, yep. a, you're a person in poker forever. Yep. It's a big, big deal. It changes your life. Right. All right. Well, that was fun. Did yeah, a couple, couple cooler hands that are not so straightforward. I mean, there, there are spots where ultimately we think everyone played fine and everyone did what they were going to do and what we would do too. So, and, it, and it ultimately is not non-standard type decisions, which is usually what we try and find in these for, the, for breakdowns. But everyone's been just clamoring for that Vanessa hand, so we just felt like we're going to yeah, do it. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. All right, so we did it. I'm glad we did it. You're welcome, Eric Valpy. Yeah, Valpy. Yeah. <laughs>